this is the hood spit, boy. Yo, 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 yo. Back, man. The ones and twos, man. The threes, the fours. The five, six, seven, eight. What up, bitch ass? Man, y'all know what the fuck. I got the speaker next to me, man. I like the way I sound. Man. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> no kids. Yo, 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 yo. This is the Neighborhood Spit Podcast, hosted by myself, Turk. You know what I'm saying? And I got my main man, Frank Stradamus, in this thing. Uh, another week, better. Another week, clever. Y'all know what's up. You know what I'm saying? And I think on the on the on the on the show today, we got a we got a guest with us. Special, you know what I'm special, special guest. I don't know if she's special. You know what I'm saying? But we will say we got a guest. You know what I'm saying? We got a guest over there. The disrespect. She ain't from where we from. And then she from the east side. She she just a guest. You know what I'm saying? But we got big ass on the line. You know what I'm saying? Ass. So you want to say what's up real quick? Hello. <laughs> and that does it right there. Hello. You know what I'm saying? That suffice. You know what I'm but uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to jump right into it, man, because uh, as the podcast game keep propelling and the media game keep propelling, you know what I'm saying? As Joe Budden would say, another one bites the dust. You know what I'm saying? We about to see another historic huge breakup in the media world between Shay Sharp, you know what I'm saying, and Skip Bayless. You hey, know man, what I'm saying? It's about, hey, we saw it coming. We talked about this like maybe 10, 12 episodes ago when they got into the whole spill on national TV, how he disrespected my man Shannon Sharp. I, I first saw this shit, you know what I'm saying? But the question in my mind is, because I know I was talking all that shit before, talking about Shannon Sharp going to be good on his own or whatnot. But is he really though? Do you think Shay Sharp ain't got nothing to worry about after leaving Fox? F- I mean FS1 or whatnot with Skip Bayless, and we know the reason why he left. Man, it was a lot of disrespectful shit from my yeah. view going on. You know what I mean, I mean they, they they had a couple episodes where it felt like things started to get a little personal. You know what I'm saying? And we don't really know what it's stemming from exactly. Um, I mean, we see what we see what Shay Sharp doing with Club Shay Shay, and he definitely know he got something to pivot to already, but. As far as seeing Shannon Sharp in that light that, you know, we we fell in love with him talking about sports and being passionate and pulling out them black and mouths with that yak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that could be duplicated if he so chi- so if he so chooses to team up with somebody else and keep that kind of keep that kind of speed going. You know what I'm saying? But uh I definitely feel like Shannon Sharp gonna be good. He's built a brand on his own at this point. Everybody knows his name, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think it'll be hard for him. But um I'm not surprised, but it did, you know, kinda happen, you know, in a way we didn't expect because he I'm did have years to go. I'm, I'm yeah years I'm to go. I'm shocked, man, because that show was it's a really big show. And for Shay just to leave it after a few years, you know, he kinda still kinda fresh as a you know, well, it's been longer than a few years. He, he, Has I, it been? I feel like it's been four or five years. Nah, he's been, been doing the show that. with Skip at least, I, I, and I could be wrong, at least seven to eight. It don't seem that long, though. That's the I crazy know. part, man. But it's been it's been a little minute he's been on there talking about LeBron and football, you know what I'm saying, this whole right. time. like It's been a little while, but the years have gone by quickly because, like I said, the days when he was you know pulling out the stocking cap and <laughs> pulling out the blacks and all of that and, and, and goat men all of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That that was longer than we think, right. you know what I'm saying? He was on that even before that, so it's been a little minute, you know what I'm saying? But let's let let's get back to what we think this stemmed from, you know what I'm saying? It was a couple episodes, and one in particular where they were discussing 
the 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 I don't even want to say the career, but the year that Tom Brady was having. And during this conversation, you know, uh, Skip Bayless has always called Shannon Sharp a Tom Brady hater, and we all know that Skip Bayless loves his Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? And um, he was having a bad year last year. You know what I'm saying? The Buccaneers was was super whack, doodoo sauce. They was dripping with with trash. You know what I'm saying? So. He made points, but Skip made it personal when he started discussing the fact that Shannon Sharp couldn't, you know, he insinuated that Shannon Sharp couldn't have the career that Tom Brady had, you know what I'm saying, and how he had to retire early and, you know, start, you know, saying things that just seemed like, wait, hold up. Now, you're still talking about a Hall of Famer right here in front of you, you know what I'm saying, someone who didn't excel in his position, you know what I'm saying, so... For him to kind of take a shot like that was kind of like, damn, Skip, like, you know, where that come from? Like, we used to y'all getting loud and all of the debacle, you know what I'm saying? But this was a little like, I feel like everybody felt it when he said it, not just Shannon Sharp, you know what I'm saying? So when Shannon Sharp reacted how he did, it was understood, like, what are you talking about now? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that was a moment that people can't overlook, you know what I'm saying? See, I think it was the other situation that was more so worse than that situation. When um he was talking about the Hamlet situation, he took a day off of, of work and he came back the the next day and tried to give his uh opening monologue or whatnot. And Skip kept interrupting him and throughout Facts. that episode that did happen. And he um he took his glasses off and Skip told him to put his glasses back on, you know what I'm saying? And he actually put his glasses back on and you know, the internet killed him for two weeks after that. Like you listening to your master nigga, like look. Look at you, you talk all that shit to all these athletes at the Lakers game, but Skip tell you put your glasses back on, nigga, you did that shit. And, you know, I, I feel like he got the heat from the internet, and, and that shit really bothered him. That's what I took as disrespect. But, you know, our visitor on the episode had a different perspective. She don't think that, she don't feel like, you know, Shannon was disrespected in a way. At least that's what you said. But, Ashley, I want you to get your spill on the situation, how you feel about it. I feel like, um, they got in the heat of the moment uh, in a discussion. I feel like he, Skip was passionate about this player because this is his favorite player. And so that's just like anyone else. Like I, I watch my kids when they're watching basketball or when they favorite team come up. And even if they lose, they don't want to hear that that person lost. And so they kind of take that a little personal. And so I think it kind of just, it kind of steered from that, from this being his, you know, favorite person. And the fact that he is a really good player, and just because he's having a bad time right now, doesn't take from the fact that he is a best player. He's a really good player out there, and he's you know stating facts that he feels. You know, tell me who could you know who can come against him? Who can you put against this man? You know, and so when you having discussions like that, that's just like if you sit at the table playing space and you competitive, and so sometimes even with close friends or family members you get a little heated in discussion not saying that he was trying to be disrespectful but sometimes that's what happened in the heat of what moment when he discussed this thing yeah i could agree with that but uh during that segment or whatever he asked him like directly he said so you would disrespect me to put up tom brady mm-hmm. he said yeah like i'll disrespect anybody for tom like what and and I think that hurt him a lot because he you know he he respects Skip Bayless because if it wasn't for Skip Bayless he wouldn't have the opportunity that he had, and just for him to to you know 
a man that he works with every day, a, a dude that he probably n- never even met in Tom Brady, you taking up over him, taking up for him over me, it's kind of crazy. I would take that as disrespect if, you know, if I'm Shannon Sharp. Not to say even what he said, just the fact that you would pick a stranger over your so-called friend, co-worker that you see and work with every day. It's kind of disrespectful to me, man. But how you feel about this? I disagree with Ash okay. respectfully. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, it, it makes me think about the moment from Three Strikes when my man is talking to Faison Love. And he's like, man, put your hands down when you're talking to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you brought up the glasses part, because I kind of forgot about that. It's like you crossing the line. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know you're talking to a man right now? Oh, like, man, I do what the man. fuck I want to do. You know what I'm saying? You don't tell me what to do at any time. Especially put my glasses back on. Put while, your glasses while back I'm on. While I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? No, so, he took his glasses off because he was mad at Skip. And Skip told that nigga to put his glasses back on. It wasn't three seconds later. He put them bitches back on. And everybody in the world was like, man, I would have kept them off of the whole episode. I don't give a fuck what he, how he felt. Man. Right. The fact that he told you to put him on and that you did was like, come on. It was I, just a bad look. I, I just think, you know, with what Ash is saying, I just feel like, you know, just that masculine energy, you know what I'm saying? It, it, we didn't see it how we thought, you know, how we think of Shannon Sharp. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 when we talked about this last time, I had brought this up because it's just like, we don't know what Skip has seen Shannon do behind the scenes to make him feel like he could – Son, this nigga like he did, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe his perspective changed of, you know, how he looked at Shannon Sharp, you know what I'm saying? Because I put it like this, you know what I'm saying? Shannon is doing the show with Skip, and then Shannon branches off to do his own thing with the club Shay Shay. Maybe, maybe Skip felt the way about that. Jealousy, you know what I'm saying? Shit. yeah. That's maybe, why I maybe, think it's maybe, from. maybe he was getting game from Skip on how to be a better interviewer. You know what I'm saying? And he took that and used that for his own platform. And Skip felt slighted. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case was, we don't know what be, what happened behind the scenes for him to have these moments with with Shannon Sharp. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the Hamlin situation you brought up, you know, Skip did get a lot of backlash, you know what I'm saying, because of what happened with the Hamlin guy, you know what I'm saying. And initially, I'm not going to say I was on the side of Skip, but what I did understand the situation is that when someone usually gets hurt on the football field, no matter how severe it's been, they normally finish the game. So when they stopped it, I, I was taken aback because at the time I didn't know all the details of what had happened. I didn't know this man had almost lost his life on the field. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Even with you saying that, though, like they never stop it. They just keep playing. The reason they – I mean, if they had a reason to stop it, it had to be some serious nigga. Like, and everybody knew that, you know what I mean? Because everybody had the same sentiment as you, nigga. Like, we right, right. never stop this game. There's got to be something, man. What the fuck going on with this thing? That's right. what I would have thought, you know what I'm saying? My bad, I ain't mean to cut you. No, you're good. It's just, you know, I, I feel like when when Skip came in, he was trying to defend that because he did have tweets before that, you know what I'm saying, that was, you know, referencing, you know, you know, uh, you know, sending prayers and hope that he gets, you know, better or whatever. But people looked over that and ignored that. But just even, you know, just given the background of that, like, we just don't know what happened behind the scenes that caused all of this. But I definitely feel like it was disrespect. You know what I'm saying? It it was whether it, it came off subtle or whether, you know, it was uh it was blatant, however you looked at it, you know what I'm saying? We interpreted it as disrespect saying that 
they've been doing this show for so many years and they had to have built some rapport. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not to be feeling like they were family, but to the point where it was, you know, a relationship that spilled outside of them just getting on the stage and miking up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I thought Skip took some low blows. I feel like, you know, uh, Shannon was was right in feeling disrespected and, and trying to call it out, even though he didn't react how, you know, we thought he would. You know what I'm saying? It was still disrespectful. So to see him leaving, you know what I'm saying, it definitely makes sense. I just I, – I, I was surprised in the fact just it came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Not that he shouldn't have done it, but it's just you wake up one day and it's like, damn, Shannon gone. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He had a couple years left on his contract. He bought out of it. He second his uh, podcast with him, though. It was on FS1 as well. But um, to speak to, to Skip, I definitely think it was some, some type of jealousy in that. You know, you being the guy that put him on, seeing him surpass you, seeing that all these people, you know, the culture loves Sh- Uncle Shay Shay. You know what I'm saying? They both had their own separate podcast, and Sh- Shannon Sharp podcast did 80 times the numbers that Skip's did. You know what I mean? And they even had a couple episodes on uh, FS1 where Shannon wasn't there, and both of those episodes were the least viewed episodes on FS1 in the past five years. So it goes to show how value, valuable Shannon Sharp is or was or whatever. But I think Skip was seeing that. Skip got paid way more money than him. Skip put him on the Skip show. They said Skip is like a diva, you know, behind the scenes. He got to uh, have his hands in everything. He picks the topics. uh he tell you certain shit that he don't want to be discussed and it don't be discussed or whatnot. He takes that to the upper heads and they, they run with it because he's like the man over there or whatnot. And the fact that Shannon was building his popular, I feel like that bothered him a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know Shay sensed that too. You know what I'm saying? After a while, he saw like how, because it started getting ugly within, I say the past year or so. Like they debates were like always healthy debates, but after a while, you can tell like they were really bothered by what each other was saying, what they were saying to each other. Or yeah, what it was not. really intense. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I could tell like it was coming to you know, a lot of us could tell. We talked about, like I said, we talked about this a while ago. But like I said, I don't know where that leaves Shannon Sharp, man, because I do think he has a, a big name, a, a big voice. But for him to leave that huge platform that he's seen five days a week by. Millions of people, that's that's tough, man. You know what I'm saying? But I heard this one guy speaking to it. He said, like, all these guys are leaving cable TV. Like, you know, the nigga from Fox News, uh, the nigga from CNN, Don Lemon. And now all these analysts and all these other people. Oh, they, no, they was fired. No, yeah, was but, you right. know, but they're going to their own platforms. You know what I'm saying? The Patreons, the YouTubes, and they're making just as much money as they was when they were on Fox and shit. That's facts. Like Tucker Carlson got his old crowd with him. Nigga, on whatever platform we tell him to come, millions of motherfuckers gonna follow him. And I feel like it's, I can't say it will be the same for Uncle Shay, but I feel like he will have a decent amount of views where he don't have to have a boss. He can be his own boss, essentially. He can, you know, talk about his whatever he wants to talk about. He ain't got to you know, let Skip pick whatever topics they're talking about or whatnot. But I think that's where it's going, man. I think we're getting away from tape, cable TV and people are going the independent route, man. And I, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I hope he's stay independent, but I know uh, Stephen A. asked him to come to ESPN and shit. That, <laughs> that could be the next move too, though, man. But how you feel about what I said about cable TV dying out and, and most of these people wanting their own platform? Um... 
I mean, that's true. You know what I'm saying? We see it happening. I mean, everybody is subscribed to some type of streaming service. YouTube is on every Roku TV and smart TV you buy these days. So, you know, with people living the lives they live, they usually just use the TV to catch up as far as uh, using a streaming service. You know, it's not really a cable-centric world anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um just speaking of what you just said before that, I don't think Shannon will have that many problems, you know, having a following or having people to, you know, subscribe to if he so chooses to go make like another sports show. You know what I'm saying? It just takes having the right co-host and I feel like it'll pop. You know what I'm saying? Because Shannon Sharp, he he brings a lot of energy to the show when he was talking about sports. So, you know, him, you know, like I said, the creativity, you know, him being funny and entertaining, as well as his takes on, you know, some of the sports, you know, you know, looks, you know, as far as, you know, LeBron and the NBA. And, you know, he makes some good points. Some of the points be, ah, but even, even, even with the ones you don't agree with, it still makes for good conversation. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I feel I, like he's to the point now, he's one of those retired players now. Like, we about to hear stories and shit that we've never heard before. Shit that he probably couldn't talk about when he was on FS1. You know what I'm saying? And he True. probably about to start talking like like us. You know what I mean? Being Uncle Shay hey. Shay off the yak. Hey man, I, being I, himself essentially. I, I think that it, it is what it is. Sports show kind of kind of caught him. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they were shouting him out saying, "Hey, when you tired of being over there, you got the other guy." If he go, that'll, that'll be, that'll be crazy. crazy. But I, I, that ain't gonna happen because I just feel like Cam and Mace they too much of a nigga, nigga. Not saying that Shannon ain't a nigga. That ain't, that ain't gonna disrespect. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I just mean they dialogue and how they talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just the whole segment of, you know, Cameron talking about Jordan Poole, which is classic at this point, and went viral. It was like, you're a munch and you playing like a fucking munch. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I don't know how he mixed with the chemistry of what Cam and Mason built in such a small time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But you. it would be good to have him to float over there just to do an episode or come in and out, have some episodes and bring that energy because it'll, it'll just be good laughs while they're talking about sports. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we want to see, some entertainment while we're getting some good information on what people think about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I, wait, hold up. I feel like we dominating the conversation. Yeah. Ash, you can chime in at any time. Yeah, My apologies. I, I wanted to get your feel on uh, the, the cable TV going away and people wanting to have their own platforms. How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's fine because there's really nothing really on TV that you actually watch right now. And like you guys said before, everything is kind of being streamed and you got different platforms that you um, that you have. And so it's really no big deal about the cable TV going away because it's just technology is, is, is changing, life is changing, and that's, that's life, things change. And so I think that's a, a good thing. Word, word. I can dig it. But, uh... I feel like we we, we could we could switch speeds, you know what I'm saying? We ain't touched on everything what we want to say. Shout out to Shannon. Shout Fucking out to Shannon much. Sharp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh I'm, I'm I'm happy he's getting the chance to spread his wings and you know I'm I'm excited to see what he's gonna do in the future. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna be Shout dope, out to Shay Shay, man. Yeah, man. Most definitely, man. Love and blessings to you, man, for sure. So 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 what does you have next on the board, Turk? Yeah, hit his man saying? go, man. What does you have next? He's calling this system, so he want me to introduce this oh, topic. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
this is a, a viral story going around right now, which is it's actually a fact. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the, to the homeboy, D.C. Young Fly. Just recently, you know, the baby mother of his three kids went under the knife to have cosmetic surgery, and she didn't live through it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to talk about, like, the, the dynamic of, you know, the women getting surgery or got feel like they have to get surgery to feel good about themselves. But I don't – I feel like that's the only thing we could talk about right now because that's the only thing I thought about when I when I heard the news, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, man, that, that was a beautiful woman, man. Why? What made her feel like she had to go get surgery to – you know, like why? Like wh- why do you have to be perfect when you're already beautiful, you know what I'm saying? I, but I always wanted to say, man – before y'all get y'all spill on, on on this, man, I don't like the fact that these women feel like they have to, you know, get these enhancements or these surgeries to feel good about themselves or get attention or whatever reason that they're doing it. And we just got to find a, a way to love ourselves, you know, from within, man, because this, uh, this outer shit, man, this physical shit, it ain't going to last, man. We, we see the Kim K's and all these old bitches, man. They got to get, they didn't got a million surgeries, man, because that's what you're going to have to do once after you get the first surgery, man. So I feel like we should get back to that, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be insensitive like my nigga said. You know what I mean? But I feel like this needs to be discussed, man. So tell me how y'all feel about young women in today's time. I feel like they got the need to go get a BBL or a boob job or, you know, get a, some filler in their face or get their lips done or Whatever else these motherfuckers is doing, man. How do y'all feel about it? How do we encourage them not to do it? Uh, Ashley, you could go ahead and take it first. Um, how do we encourage them? That's a good question. How do you encourage them not to do it? Um, I actually feel like that's a standard that you'll have to take individually, personally. Like, you could tell someone, depending on what they're dealing with, I think that's an animal thing. So, depending on what they're dealing with, you know, so like you could you could tell someone, but if they're dealing with insecurities and they're trying to keep up with the celebrities, what they're seeing, uh, things that are being put out on TV, because they try to keep up with those type of things, uh, with pop stars, different things like that. And so they want to look a certain way. And I feel like the people don't want to put in the work, like actually go to the gym, change your diet, you know, put in the work like that, like... Um, I, I, it makes me think about when back in the days, my parents would tell you this is a microwave generation because they gotta, they want to have it right now. They got to have it right now. So they don't want to wait or put in the work. So it's easier, it's quicker for me to go here and get the surgery done. I want this, I want that. And I can make myself look the way that I want to look without actually putting in the work. And so, you know, to, I feel like they have to do the work like, you know, like just for instance, like if I put something in the microwave, you know, it may not heat all the way through and through. And so I may have to put it back in again. But if I put something on the stove using a pot and I'm warming it, then I know that it's going to heat in all the way through. And so it's a process. Although I'm putting in this work and uh, it may not come right now, I'm able to keep it down. I'm able to manage it versus trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to keep up with everybody looking like and having to go in and fit in with everybody else and get all these things done. And so it starts on the inside. We got to 
push that, like dealing with self-esteem, dealing with insecurities, dealing with those things that we're dealing with on the inside, like just to teach them to love themselves, you know, like don't look for validation from another person or look for someone else to love you if you don't love yourself. So I think that's what things come in and we're trying to please them, look a certain way to society and to people instead of really dealing with whatever issues on the inside of ourselves. I can dig that, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> initially, I didn't really want to talk about this because I felt like it's an open wound. and It ain't like we really know DC Young Fly personally, but I just feel like he's that cousin that we all know, you know what I'm saying, by his behavior, how he speaks, and the type of comedy he brings to everybody. So I, f- I felt indifferent on speaking about this, but, you know, in terms of what we're talking about as far as, you know, just getting under the knife to get things done and augmented you know what I'm saying? It is a serious topic, and, you know, it's very tragic that this happened. I, I want to say rest in peace, and to, I believe definitely. her name was Jacqueline Smith, and she went by the the, the uh, alias Jackie O. Yeah, Jackie O. And um, rest in peace. I just wanted to, you know, clear the air with that, and I just kind of want to, you know, switch it just to, you know, because they, they described what she was getting as a mommy makeover, with, which could consist in, you know, a couple of things from, like you said, it's her breast augmentation, tummy tuck, uh, BBL, all of those things could be included in what this process is. We don't know the extent of what exactly she was getting done, but it was just referred to as a mommy makeover. And one thing that I do know is that when women have babies, you know, because all women have insecurities to a point, you know what I'm saying? I mean, men have insecurities too, but we just wear ours, you know what I'm saying? But all women have insecurities, and I know it goes that much higher once you have a baby because, you know, it's a lot of things that you're dealing with mentally that you may not even know as far as post <laughs> postpartum, you know what I'm saying, and all of those things that could consist in that. And like Ashley was saying, you know, we do live in a, a microwave world and now it's gotten to the point that if you have the money to do things, then you're going to do them. You know what I'm saying? And I was just listening to uh, Poor Minds podcast earlier, and they were talking about, you know, not exactly what we're talking about, but they were talking about something simple as far as veneers because we see that's a big thing these days, and a lot of celebrities and people with money are getting their teeth done. And she was just uh, – it was a, a an older woman on there, and she was talking about – how you know you go to these other countries and you can get these procedures done but they don't go through the same guidelines and they're not under the same strict um yeah strict guidelines that people in the US are held to and you know people go do these things and you know you can get your teeth messed up something can go wrong in your mouth and you know it's it, it's not as easy to come back to the states and just get that fixed because someone else who may go, you know, try to fix that is going to be held liable. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they have, you know, people that they have to uh, report to as far as the board of whatever state they're in to make sure that they're doing things accordingly to how they are, you know, mapped out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just bringing it back, you know, when you see women out here getting, you know, their asses fatter or, you know, getting their tummy smaller and all of this, wet them waist, big ass, all of this shit, you know what I'm saying? I never was one that was for that, you know what I'm saying? I would love for women to embrace their natural bodies, but we definitely live in a world that is both microwavable and women have way more money now. 
So now they just feel like I can go pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Why go work out when I can go pay for it? Why go, uh, I ain't never had breasts. Well, I can go pay for it. I ain't never had a cheeks on my face that I wanted. I can go pay for it. And we see when situations like this happen, it's a very dangerous game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was just talking off the mic and I was referring to how, you know, Kanye West's mother you know, also tragically died from going under the knife. And although we haven't seen it happen a lot, I'm sure it happens. And when it does happen to the celebrity world, you know, people that, you know, we see around, it hits that much harder. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's unfortunate because, you know, I feel like men can't talk women out of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, wow. That's the thing I don't understand because if you're not getting beautiful for men, I mean, you're doing it for yourself, then it's like, I don't believe what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Because we're the ones that are looking at you that are validating your beauty. And I'm sure that, you know, you know, it's a lot of men that are already validating women's beauty before they feel like they want to go do this shit. And you do have some women who, men who enable this behavior, you know what I'm saying, because they have the money, but it just doesn't make for a good look or just a good cause when you see shit like this happen. That's a fact. And, and, and you're right, women, t- you can't stop women from doing what they want to do, especially when it comes to this, you know, cosmetic shit, because they really feel like they going to feel better about themselves once they get this surgery shit done. And I think it's more... Mental than physical, you know what I'm saying? I don't think it's, I think it's just a band-aid over a wound type deal, man. I, I don't think that they're fixing their problems by doing this shit. I think it's something more internal than you thinking you got small titties or your ass ain't fat enough, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, you know, we had this discussion with, you know, shout out to Loka. Yo, she, yo. She used to always tell us, like, women, you all think they do this shit for men, da-da-da-da. And I always say it always circles back to men because I feel like it's for attention. I feel like you you feed off that attention, it makes you feel better about yourself, and that and that in turn makes you think you feel good about you, and you really don't. It's just a you seeking attention shit. That shit'll never be healthy. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I said that to say like uh, we can't talk women out of it. Essentially, at this moment, but I feel like. We could teach not only women, but men, because niggas is getting these fake-ass six-packs and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the the hairlines. I don't know if a nigga can die from getting his line straight and shit. But but if he could, like, nigga, slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody should slow down. Niggas is getting lipo and shit, too, man. Like, niggas is getting shit done. I saw this nigga add, like, three inches to his motherfucking height. I'm like, nigga, he had to go in, like, like physical therapy for, like, two years. For like getting stem cells or some shit in his legs, nigga. He he was literally like three inches taller than what he was, type shit. I'm like, man, this shit is getting out of control. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just need to learn how to love themselves, man. And we got to find a way to do that again, is what I'm trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? And how do we get back to that? Why do we care about how we look so much so than how we feel? You know what I mean? It's insecurities. You know what I'm saying? It's like, especially when you refer, my, my bad ass, did you have something you want to add? I'm just, I'm listening. I, I, I think it, it's a it's a bit of all of it. You know, like, I feel like women are doing these things to impress the man because it's so much that a man put out that he likes. So 
um, they they want to they want to make sure that they look good to their man or to whomever they're seeking this attention from. I feel like it. Um, I feel like at this point, it's it's not just the women at fault. It's actually both parties because they're doing these things. They they're dealing with these insecurities. It's staring from somewhere, and I feel like it's staring from 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 men from inner things that's going on within themselves as well. It's not just you know all of these things are staring from somewhere. What are there? What 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 you know like you have a standard. So like, what am I putting in this standard? What, what, what are these standards that I'm trying to look, where, where I'm getting this from? So if this is what the men are giving off to them, that this is what they like, this is what they desire. This is the type of, this is what I want my woman to look like. Then of course they're going to do everything in their power to, to look this way because they want to be impressionable. That's a, that's a woman, you know? And so it's more of a, you know, I want to look presentable. I want, the whole thing, but for me, I feel like it starts within. It starts within out, and so when I'm working on those insecurities, no matter if I'm trying, I feel like as women, we can't really impress anyone until we actually in love with ourselves. And so, um, you know, we're not where we're not trying to impress the next person. And I'm not saying not look good for your man or anything like that. But what I am saying is make sure I'm whole, completely, totally emotionally, mentally, you know, dealing with the whole realm of a woman. And so I feel like it kind of steers from everything from society, what they see from the type of man that they're dealing with, and then the things that they're dealing with on the inside as well. That's a fact. Would, would you ever consider getting your, your body done? Excuse me? I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just asking the question. <laughs> I don't mean to offend. No, you're not offending me, but I don't no, I I don't. I don't I don't have a reason to. Um, anything that I feel that I need to work on, I can work on those things naturally. That's something like that me and my sister do. Like, uh, we got different things that we kinda deal with and so we kinda deal with natural remedies, different things like that. So if so if I'm trying to lose weight, I work out and I make me a drink, a natural remedy drink that I that I take that's gonna help burn those calories, different things like that. So that's never been something that I'll go to. I feel you. I, you know, it's like, you know, because, like, I'm thinking about what Turk just said in his last example about the dude, you know, adding inches to be taller and shit, because I'm a short nigga, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I got the mindset of, like, man, if I was about five nine, I'd have all those nigga. Because women like taller men, you know what I'm saying? That's just a fact. And I'm not mad at that, you know what I'm saying? But... I would never go get a surgery to get tall. I just feel like, you know, because just even when, I, when I'm talking about women, it's like, y'all don't even know the long-term effects of this shit. Like, you know, we're finally getting to an era where, like, you seeing, like, uh, what shorty who was on Love and Hip Hop who had the singing career? Uh, K. Michelle. K. Michelle. You know, a completely she, different bitch now. And she got her friends. body done to completely get everything removed. Woman. You know what I'm saying? And... I just don't know if your body is, I'm not going to say ever be the same, but for some women it might not ever be the same because I feel like it's a part of a phase of life that they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get older and all of that shit, you pumped in your ass to make it look fat. 
start drooping down and you and the cellulite look worse and you got scabs on your booty and shit and all on your back. You know what I'm saying? Cause your body like, why you put this shit in me and it's killing your ass, you know what I'm saying? It's like we don't know like what, what that's gonna turn into for women who can't afford to get what K Michelle does. You know what I'm saying? All of these women who want to be bottle girls and have a body so men could tip them more because they look nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are doing something temporary that's going to affect y'all permanently. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucked up that, you know, it's it's sad that we live in the, in, the, in a time where people are so insecure that they're willing to spend thousands of dollars to do something that won't change the mental of something that they could, you know, they can make them feel better on the inside without having to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. I, I just want women to stop trying to convince niggas that y'all doing this shit from y'all selves. I mean, if y'all saying? doing it for other it, girls, I mean, it, no, I, it's not <laughs> that easy. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because it's, it's, it's literally, it's, break it down. It's, it's sexual org. It's like breasts and ass. It's two things that men are attracted to. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's no other reason why you feel like you need to get your breasts or your ass done. Unless, I mean, it's a reason why you have an insecurity about your breast and your ass. I mean, you know, I'm you know what I'm saying. That's how I feel, and that insecurity comes from you feel like men, not not them. You feel like men would be more attracted to you if you had more of it. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, exactly. That's but what I say. It, it's it, it, exactly, it's a whole thing. Like it steals from the men. It, it steals from the insecurity. It steals from society. What they're putting forth. Social media. Yes, for, for what the model woman looks like. You don't see nowhere, unless you're in the church, really, of what a good character of a woman is. Everything is being pushed about what the what what is the best look of a body, a model. This is a model woman. She has to look like this. She has to look like that. And so this is what they feel that they have to hold up to. So I got to look like this. And so they want to get it at any means necessary. And so because you don't see no one actually pushing the inner work learning on, dealing with mental illness, dealing with healing yourself from the inside out. You don't hear a lot of that. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up now. You said church now because there's some hoes in church. Oh my <laughs> Let's be clear now. I love God. I love, hey, right. I love my God. But God, no. There's some hoes in church. It's going to be a real big whole line on Judgment wait, Day. I'm not, I'm not saying that, uh, that you, for me, you got a bunch of people in every place. And for my, for instance, you're going to find some of the most sickest people in the church. The church yes. is a hospital. You know, that's the hospital place. Like, if I know that I'm dealing with something, uh, if I know that, you know, um, I think that's the place that you'll find the most problems, the issues is in the church. We're not mm-hmm. exempt from nobody else. You know, it's, I feel like they just understand that I'm, I'm sick. I need some help. And so I know I can't do this thing on my own. So I'm going to God to give me the help and the strength. So you find a little bit of everything in the church, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they they need therapy though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody I mean, to, to, therapy to, inside the church, outside the church, everybody. See, but the thing about church is how people look at it. Church is only on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? The, the real world starts outside of church, and when they get back to their world, it's how they can handle themselves and how they can be disciplined within themselves to keep that word within them. So they can, you know, fight through the temptations of the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you know, church church ain't going to be enough. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to make it, you know, about church. I just want to, you know, 
uh, I just want to get back to uh, how uh, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm going to bring it back to the topic, though, because I have a question. I have a question for the both of y'all, because I was going to ask, I was going to ask about how do you instill, like, confidence in the in the next generation so they won't feel like they have to do this shit. I feel like we didn't get to that, to the, to the answer, to the root of that. I feel like, because do you speak life into these kids, tell them they beautiful, tell them not to, you know, feel like they need a person, but, like, is the is the world going to always have more control or more of a whole, is social media going to play a part, a, a, I, a major role more so than a parent is? Hey like, man. how do you instill that in a child? coming up today i think today we got to deal with technology addiction because social media it just breeds depression and comparison you know what i'm saying and like i said i was listening to poor minds podcast and you had a 21 year old girl who you know uh, wrote a letter in to them and they was just reading it and trying to give her advice and she was saying how she works three jobs she's also in school to be a nail tech and she's just saying how she feels like she's not where she wants to be in life and how she's behind and she you know she wants to be living how i mean social media is showing it and you know that's what that's the the era that we caught up in because men do that shit too you know what i'm saying and i feel like you know we got to get rid of this addiction to technology because if you ain't on your phone, you on your TV, if you ain't on the TV, you on the iPad, if you ain't on the iPad, you on the game. It's, it's something with technology that's keeping your attention that people got to shut it off because social media is damn near everywhere. Like, you know, and it's not just the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters. It's to the point that everything has became a platform to meet and talk people talk to people and compare yourselves to people and i feel like we got to get rid of that mindset otherwise the next generation gonna keep lagging and lagging behind and feeling like it ain't enough and you're gonna keep seeing kids uh trying to fight teachers over phones and but, but I shit feel like, like that i feel like it motivates some people too in return I know we see a lot of the downside. That's not the majority. No, nah, it's not. It's not the majority. It's, it's definitely not. It's it's a lot more people who, especially if you black, that we are trying to get to the vision of what we saw ourselves being before we got older. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, I mean, everybody we grew up around either thought they was going to go to the NBA Somehow going to go to school for business and Hit make a million dollars. <laughs> it's just everything was centered around becoming a millionaire. And it's like right. when you can't obtain these goals that you subconsciously set in your mind, you know what I'm saying? It's going to cause depression. You know what I'm saying? And people are not just happy with what's going on in the present. People are not happy with the things that they came up doing that made them happy anymore. It's like now that I'm older, I got to be doing at least this or I ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? They probably not saying it loud, but that's what they showing through their actions. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's fucking up the world. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do a little technology fast. You know what I'm saying? To get kids away from this, to get them back outside, play some kickball, play some dodgeball. Adults, you know what I'm saying? But I I feel like it's more important that the adults do it so the kids can see what they need to do. Like, damn, it's still fun to play this. Like, yeah, it's always gonna be fun to play this. Just make time for it. Stop killing yourself working to get somewhere and lean on God. Because if you do that, He gonna make the way for you. You know what I'm saying? He gonna He gonna bring it to you. All you gotta do is ask and follow His commandments if you so choose to believe in that side of 
religion. You know what I'm saying? But if not, Jen, just live life righteously. Some niggas just like the hustle, man. I like the hustle. Ain't nothing wrong with the hustle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to, if cat. if you want to hustle, apply right. that so that you can be well off. Don't go well, hustle to go get a Gucci belt. No, 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 not saying to, that. But you know what I'm saying, saying is because. You know, I'm not saying that technology is the reason why I'm trying to why I'm trying to get my shit up, but I don't have like a social media account, only Facebook, and that's through the podcast and shit. But I did create an Instagram and shit, and just seeing all of the super fly shit make you want to do that shit. So it makes you want to obtain the kind of money that makes you want to do that shit. So I can see why a kid would be so intrigued to to do some bullshit just so they can go to Miami for the weekend. Let me go ahead and rob this nigga. So I can go ahead and take these pictures on the on this motherfucking jet ski right quick. I can see, you know, I can see that effect, but I can see on the other side how a nigga a work fourteen hours like you and I would, nigga, just to you know, you know, get a nice house or a nice car or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see both sides of it too. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Like, but see, the the thing about the first yeah. scenario, my bad, Ash. Right. I'm gonna let you go right after me. Think about the first scenario about a kid who's willing to go rob or do something criminal, you know what I'm saying, to have it is it's only going to last for that weekend, and they got to go right back to that depression. Yeah, that's so it, it's not it's not worth it for the small the small come up in the temporary gain if you can't, you know, make that your real lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, work towards building goals. <laughs> to make that what you really can do, you know, you can wake up on a Tuesday and say, fuck it, I'm finna go finna go to Vegas or I'm finna go to to, to uh, Virginia or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just finna get up and go as opposed to getting up and like, man, how can I hit somebody real quick? No, no, no. So I, I, can. Yeah, I was just throwing out an example and shit. You know what, I'm saying? Like, what you got over there, Ash? <laughs> It, it all starts in the home. We got to first bring it back into the Thanks. home. And we're training our kids up even as they're young, you know, and building them up, building up their character, and just teaching them about what's reality and what's not reality. Facts. So we got all of these things out. We got TV. We got, you know, some of those things that's on TV, they're acting. It's not real. So you got to let them know, you know, like, I know this may sound like kind of, elementary but what's fiction and what's not like what's real and what's not fiction you know what i'm saying like what's fiction and not and not fiction you gotta let them know you know what to obtain things you have to set goals so you have to you have to set goals that attainable so okay so when we deal with reality so we all set these short time goals long term goals but this is what you're trying to do then this is how you reach it you know and so you teach them while they're young and so they can set goals that will that's in reality of what they can reach and let them know the difference of what's real and then what's not. And so we see all these things that people, you know, we only put out what they want you to see. You don't see the hard times. You don't see the struggles. You don't see, uh, you know, like Bill Gates, like everybody didn't start off rich. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, you, you. You, you know that he got all this money, but it had to it had to start somewhere. And so you have to put that down in your kids. You have to teach them those things. They don't everything don't happen so quick and so fast. And if you want if you want this, you have to work for it. So that'll take off the mindset of oh I'm, I got to go do this later. Oh I got to go and rob this man. Oh I got to go and do this because you may go do that and it may be quick, but does it last? And then what's the consequences behind this? Let's weigh these things out. 
you know, and so you have to teach them to be logical thinkers. You have to teach them to know right from wrong. You have to teach them every aspect of life, every aspect of life, so that when you do put them out of society, they're not depressed when they're not looking like, and I always tell my kids, don't compare yourself to others. So it's okay to admire things. It's okay to want nice things, but be content where you are. And if this is something that you want, then you just set goals to reach those things. And you have to teach your kids those things right now as they're young. So then when they're old, they're able to, you know, they're able to decipher what's true and what's false. Bars. Nigga, this up to bars. Can you drop some bombs on that right I, there, I man? I don't know what that nigga said. Boom, 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 boom. I ain't got no bombs, but he, he, he dropped the bombs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but it's not everything. We talk about Instagram and all these, you know, the bullshit platforms. Not everything on the internet is bullshit, though. It's some positive shit as well. Like, like, like you said earlier, though, everyone doesn't interpret it the same, and and that's the thing. I feel like when we were young and we saw all the people we looked up to, yes, we wanted to get those things because it 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 did have an air of inspiration to it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like as you get older, you know what I'm saying. You like, like Ashley was saying, you understand what's real and what's not real. Like it, it isn't until we're older till we seeing that all of these rappers are really broke. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until we we were older till we see that you know, like you know, uh, they just was portraying a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? To not only sell records, but to even you know sell these clothes that they were wearing for these companies that are probably you know you know locked in their deals and contracts and ways. Just a, that's one thing I said. Like when you see like artists like the Migos and the Little Babies and stuff like that. Like you know they went from wearing regular clothes to everything is Balenciaga, Versace, and now that I and then you know I just start putting two and two together. Is like you know. This this must be a part of a 360 deal nowadays to not only just, you know, get a deal to sell records and yada, da, da, but to influence them to wear certain things is at an all-time high because mm-hmm. people have an urgency to wear designer to show that they can separate themselves from other people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, a younger me gets that. You know what I'm saying? But an older me looks at it like, I wouldn't waste that kind of money on that. Like, mm-hmm. like I invest heavy. Like, I, you know how many stocks I could buy for that shit? Like, I'm trying to right. really build wealth for the future generations of what I'm breeding over here. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's a mindset thing, and I feel like it's going to take for, for what Ashley was just piggybacking off what she said. It's going to take for people in the home to start raising their children to understand what's real and to breed and to, and to help them uh, establish a mindset of having good money management, of having a balance to them. So, no, I'm not saying don't go buy those things, but you shouldn't be wearing $2,000 and you don't have $2,000 in your account. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be wearing the outfit that costs more than what you have in your bank account and your investment portfolio and your real like it, 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 that you have to make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, not just, you know, your own family, but just as as a people, as black people, we got to start looking at it as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Like you're bringing down black people as a whole because a different mindset could allow you to help others. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 gonna bring real change. You feel me? Feel Drop like, some bombs on Frank say, real feel, quick, God like, damn it. You know like what I'm saying? He tried to one up you, Ashley, you know what I'm saying? Tried to get on his serious man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Frank Shadami. Black power, what type uh, shit? Put your <laughs> right fist in the air, God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Funny guy, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, let, 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 let's switch speeds real quick, man. Because speaking of black fist in the air, we about to see a black fist. Fist with a glove on it coming up I believe it's like July 29th You know what I'm saying And I know my co-host and other hosts on here Don't <laughs> understand what we finna talk about But we about to have the biggest fight Of at least the last decade You know what I'm saying Or at least if you remember back to Floyd versus Manny How long that took and how big it was You know what I'm saying We about to see Terrence Bud Crawford Finally go against, go against Errol Spence Jr. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be a huge boxing event. You know what I'm saying? I got Earl, man. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited for this fight, man, because, you know, we've been getting, you know, you know, as far as the boxing world, because it's definitely been on decline from what we grew up in in the 90s watching heavyweights fight. That was always a big thing. And then it went to, you know, like the middleweights and the lightweights and the welterweights as we start looking at the Floyds and uh, Adrian Broners and, you know, the Sugar Shane Moseys and things and people of that caliber. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Oscar De La Hoyas, we've seen the. The, the class shift as to what's going to be popular in boxing. So now I believe there's some type of welterweight class as far as uh Bud Crawford and uh, Errol Spence. But this is a fight that has been – people have been wanting to see this for at least the past five years. You know what I'm saying? It's like we know that these are the two tops at that level. You know what I'm saying? I believe Bud Crawford even probably put on some pounds to move up a class. I'm not even sure all the way. But I've been waiting on this fight, you know what I'm saying? And even before we got on the podcast, I wanted to go brush up on my highlights just to see if I was still going to be strong on who I thought was going to win. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I like Terrence Bud Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like, you know, it, it's... It's kind of like how you look at NBA Turk when you when you say like some players just pass the eye test. You know what I'm saying? They and both Buck, undefeated though, right? They both undefeated. Both be killing people with the knockouts. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think um, just from what I was watching with the highlights, man. Bud be on the offense, man. He, he got good footwork. He got some power to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't going to say I ain't seen him get hurt. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, get a little dazed because it can happen to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But he recovers and he wins. You know what I'm saying? Errol Spence Jr., to me, because I, I, y'all got to work with me. I ain't the biggest boxing fan. You know what I'm saying? But he seems a little bit more technical. His IQ defense seems to be there. Defense always win the boxing, man. Look at Floyd Money made, man. Well, no, nah, I ain't saying defense. I'm just saying that he's a smart boxer. And one thing that I notice is he's a little bit taller than Bud. You know what I'm saying? So I know he probably got the length pause on the advantage as far as the reach and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to make it interesting to see how Bud can get, you know, 
get to his spots and get close and, you know, pick them apart. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not the only one with this opinion. A lot of people in the boxing world is choosing Bud to take him down. They actually feel like Arrow has been ducking him for, you know, at least a few years now because this, this fight probably should have been gone, sound, been had. Sound you know like I saying? need to put some hundreds on Earl, man. If he the underdog, yeah. for sure. You ain't even trying to bet on Miami, man. I don't even want to yeah. hear. You know I, got Denver, <laughs> I got Denver in two. It's a wrap tomorrow, nigga. But uh, <laughs> I, I think this is going to be, you know, a fight that's going to live up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to be a knockout. I think it's going to go the distance. It might go to the scorecards. Uh, if it if it does even get to any type of like knockout or you know that type of picture, I feel like it'll be Bud doing that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to count Earl out because he's a hell of a boxer. He's a good boxer. He like I say, he's undefeated as well. He got belts. Crawford got belts. So this is definitely what you want to see when you're looking at two of the top in the boxing world. You want to see them put the gloves on, lace him up, go out there, not just give us a good fight, but you know, fight to show who the top dog in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to see with right. the Tysons in the Holy Fields, with the Riddick Bowls in the in the in the Holy Fields, and you know the 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 the, the, the Rob Durans and the and the and the, and the uh, uh, Ray Leonard's, you know what I'm saying? We want to see the best two finally duke it out so the people can see and determine, hey, hey, not just only was that a hell of a fight, but hey, hey, he that nigga though. You know what I'm saying? He's that nigga right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I'm not really a boxing fan like at all, but I do go to like fight parties and shit. So I know who these two fighters are. You know what I'm saying? I know like the main fighters. I knew that that was undefeated. But it is kind of crazy that this is like, you know, because I see this shit all over the internet. I didn't know that they've been trying to get this fight together for five years. But the fact that they both undefeated, I think it's going to be a big deal. But to say who I got, I'm, I'm picking Earl, man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, yes, nigga. Nigga. that's the nigga I've seen the most. Like I said, I've go, I probably went to probably 12 to 15 fight parties in my life. Right. And, you know. Eight of them was Floyd, and probably three or four. Four was this nigga, you know what I'm saying? And 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 a few the other ones was Tank, but I never went to a Crawford fight party, man. So it, if I had to pick between you know the niggas I I've seen, I'm, I mean I'm gonna roll with the nigga I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, I, I feel what you're saying. I definitely feel like Arrow was put on a, a a bigger platform with the boxers he's fought, but they've also fought some of the same boxers. And I feel like the way Terrence handled him was a little bit more dominant than what we seen of Spence. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, I believe it was a guy. I think his name was Kel. You know what I'm saying? I believe they both fought him, man. He was giving he was giving Spence a run for his money. You know what I'm saying? And if I ain't mistaken, in the highlights, Terrence also fought him. But Terrence was he was putting them he was putting them things on him. You know what I'm saying? Across the face, hitting him in the body, uppercut. You know what I'm saying? Wore him down. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, like I, I even though I believe Terrence. Will win this. I'm not counting Spence out for a second. I don't want y'all to take that away from this conversation because he definitely can throw him. He definitely that for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like with Terrence 
probably being a better power puncher. He he got just a little bit of the edge for me. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, I ain't the biggest boxing fan, so I can't talk all the technical analysis and all of that. But just from what I saw, I feel like Terrence is going to get him. But regardless, I feel like it's going to be a hell of a fight. Going to go the distance. Hey, hey, I might have to pay for it, you know what I'm saying? Throw it on the TV and have a fight party for you to come to, you know what I'm saying? So niggas can see live and direct, you know what I'm saying? I ain't waiting for YouTube for that. Fuck that. I got to watch that, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be a good. Yeah. Ashman, what, what, what you know about this this boxing shit we talking about? You got something you want to add? Uh-uh. uh-uh. I don't know anything about boxing. You know Tyson, though, don't you? I do. <laughs> Terrence finna bite his ear off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna let He's you, finna bite his we ear off. We gonna let you pick a pick a hat. I mean, pick a name out of the hat. So who would you pick out of the two? Even though you never seen the two. Out of the two, and I ain't never seen it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she said Terrence. Nah, ding ding I, I ding ding ding. Sounds like she said Terrence. So that's what I heard. I, I don't know what y'all heard. But yeah, he he wanted to give his spill about that boxing. This is some big shit, man. You know, real big deal. Pay per view probably gonna cost ninety nine, ninety nine. Who knows? It's gonna be crazy. Though. It's gonna be worth every penny, man. Yeah, they gonna make a lot of money from. It's this gonna be shit. worth every penny. This is gonna be a real good fight. Right. But before we get off of here, man, um, I was talking to Ashley, and and we were talking about one of the old episodes that she was listening to, and we were on the topic of like. Men duties and a, and a woman duty in a relationship, and she didn't agree with some of, of what you said, some of your take about how essentially you know your caveman shit, a woman, <laughs> 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 and, and and I want you to expound so she can give her spill back. On what do you think a man role is in a relationship, and what do you think a woman role is in a relationship, and what does a, a a man leading in a relationship look like to you? All right, well, you know, I'm gonna try to make this quick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I just feel like when it comes to running the household as a family, you know what I'm saying? There are roles that um, we uh, we take. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the place I was coming from. Now, you go back a few episodes, you know. I've grown since then. Don't judge me. I've grown. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like, and I feel like maybe I didn't say in that episode, but in episodes even prior to that, you know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like. My bad. It was the episode with homegirl Rolinda. That, that's the episode she's talking about with the, the, the therapist. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, that probably went that 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 that, that, that wasn't my best explanation. Well, I just want to say I definitely feel like however it works in your household, that's what works for your family. You know what I'm saying? So, however y'all see how y'all can work and pull, and you know, you know, maybe he cooked this night. You know, you do the dishes. Maybe you know, yada da da. You know, all that is cool, but you know. I, it's still things that when you're in the household, a woman is expecting a man to take out the trash. You know what I'm saying? Facts. A woman is expecting a man to open the door. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just grass. certain cues that we naturally go by that a man wants to do and a woman wants to be done and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's If a man is the breadwinner or even if the woman is working and sharing a responsibility, there are still cues that a man would like to see happen because – I feel like what gets what gets confused is that 
you have women working just as much as men, so they want that equality in the household. And that's not what I'm speaking to. I'm talking about a man who is um, is um, the majority as far as what he's bringing into the household. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that type of man wants to come into a clean house, wants to come into, you know, dinner being cooked. And I ain't saying, like, every night like she a slave, but I am saying, you know. Most nights. Yeah, th- those are the cues that I feel like, you know, <laughs> men and women naturally partake in. Because a, a woman does want to cook for a man when he's handling the business. It ain't like I'm saying it and it's like, oh, I got to cook. You should cook something. I ain't saying it. I'm saying that a woman wants to show her appreciation in that way. So she does want to do that to be like, damn, baby, how you was working today? Oh, man, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? What you got to eat? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's the conversation in the house. But in reality, a woman wants to make her man feel good and knowing that, yeah, I went to work. You know, I got knocked out my six hours. Old girl was tripping again. Uh, I, I got your burger made in there. You know what I'm saying? I threw the fries still in the oven. You can go. On. Like, that's that's just how, you know, uh, uh, the um, the typical uh, household used to be ran. And I feel like that's what works you know what i'm saying without it being yeah. so much stress on either party you know what i'm saying so me trying to make it simple when i talk too long what you feel about that yeah Ash? before before ask give us Phil, <laughs> what you just said they said that it that those are the most successful relationships is the old traditional way when a man is the breadwinner and the woman is like you know stay at home those are marriages that last the longest and shit oddly but go ahead and uh get your spill on the ass because I feel like he had a whole different take of <laughs> what the fuck he just said. You know what I'm saying? I've like, grown, I, I guess, man. I grow. I, I guess you made that nigga switch up real quick. I grow. <laughs> you know That's all I'm saying. I feel like, um, I feel like um, a woman naturally, you know, just being a woman, yes, she wants to cater to her man. She wants to make sure those things are done in the household, make sure. You know, like, that's just who a woman is. I, I want to make sure your dinner is cooked. Whatever it is that, you know, you don't want your man to come in and dinner's not cooked and different things like that. But I also feel like in a society that we live today, like, it's okay for a woman to work. If you may ha- have a situation where the woman makes more money than the man. And so does that make me um, feel like, I'm running a show or I'm in the, I'm in the seat of a man or I'm leading the house because I may make a few dollars more than him. No, it doesn't because I feel like a woman could be in a place of making this money and still know how to render leadership over to the head of the household. I feel like we shouldn't have to be subject to how much money we can make uh, due to because I'm the man of the house. You can't make more money to me. Are we not one? Is not do we not have the same bank account? Is this money not coming into this household? You know, so it's not like this is mine, this is yours type thing. You know, like you the man of the house, you leave. You know, we're making this money. Who, however way we get it, we got it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like it's a a big thing on you being the house. If you you work six hours because I'm going to make eight. You know, like that's. That to me, that's crazy. I, it really I, is because it, you know, it shouldn't be like that. Like, I don't. I, for me, in my mindset, I don't think nowhere. Like, I, and I'm just putting this in the in the mindset. We dealing with kings and queens, right? And so, when I leave out my house, I'm a queen, so I have duties, responsibilities um, to 
the people outside of my home. But when I come in the house in the presence of my king, I yet I render the leadership over to him. Um, those things that my job, my duties outside of home, they don't come home with me, if that makes sense. When I come home, I come subject to my husband. So I, it's not about how much money I make. It's not about um, any of those type of things because I know how to put these things in its rightful, in its rightful place. So I don't feel like... Is you know like I don't feel like women should look be looked at as a, a ally, but an asset. If that makes sense, like we together and we are we supposed to be the valuable players to one another. If my husband gets sick or my man gets sick, I should be able to understand the business and understand everything so that while he's down, we're not losing nothing. You know so. I don't think that being educated, like, I feel like if, you know, it takes us both to kind of be educated and to know business, to know, to be able to build together. Like, it's no big eyes and little U's, but there is respect due. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if your thinking is like the majority, though, because I kind of feel what Frankie was saying on the, on the last episode, because I don't know if most women can render that leadership when they walk in the house, if they make more money than they man, I feel like maybe for a little uh, bit, but in due time, I feel like the man being a breadwinner winner is kind of part of that leadership. You know what I'm saying? And some dynamic, but I'm going to let Frankie get this spill. Cause I know this <laughs> nigga don't agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now I, you know, cause one thing that I've mentioned before, you know what I'm saying? Is I feel like whether man or woman, it breeds an ego, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there are women out there that have uh, messed up their relationship because of things like that, because they brought home who they were in the outside world to their house and not allowing that man to be the leader as they initially wanted him to be. And that's going to affect the relationship negatively. You know what I'm saying? And, I just feel like, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying, when a woman is making more money, when I say more money, I don't mean, like, he makes 60 and you make 65. I mean, like, you know, if a man is making 80 and you make 100, that's a big difference because even with the man still trying to be the leader and paying what we would look at as, you know, the the big bills in the house, you know what I'm saying, his lifestyle won't equal your lifestyle and it takes a humble woman to understand that to be able to work with this man you know what i'm saying because when you look at social media today and you look at all these interviews and podcasts you have a lot of women that feel like i don't want no broke nigga and when they say broke it ain't even talking about a broke nigga just a nigga that make less than her facts and that's the sad thing you know what i'm saying so it's just like when you see that it's a lot of women that are passing up good men with potential and I ain't knocking them for wanting what they want. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of women that is passing up men with good potential because they feel like I can only be and deal with men who are on this level or higher. Otherwise, what am I doing this for? You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was for happiness, love, family, <laughs> companionship. I thought that's what it was for, but nah, it's for the lifestyle that the social media is breeding social that media everybody world. feel like they got to live. Like, all right, we got a house. Now we got to have a house that bring in money for us. You know, if you're not there yet, that's okay. If that nigga make you happy, 
Ain't that enough? No, I think it's the vacations, you know man. I think it vacations, the vacations a year, the expensive man. restaurants. You know what I'm saying? It's all included in the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And when a woman is making more than a man, she can live a different. A woman living single, making more than a man, is going to live a totally different Hell lifestyle yeah. than when she with a nigga who's making less than her. Because even though she's making more than him, a woman still wants wants to feel like she's being treated like a woman and being taken out. You know what I'm saying? And being treated to things. You know what I'm saying? By her man, not not herself. Now you got some women who can understand that. You know what I'm saying? Who can be like, hey, he holding it down. I'm happy with that. Wherever you want to go, we can go. I got us, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool, but on the flip side, you may have some men who pride or hurt behind is hurt behind that because it's like, damn, I want to give you this, but I really can't afford to give you this. You know what I'm saying? And that's gonna fuck me up in my mental because now, you know, you're doing for me in the ways I want to do for you. You know what I'm saying? So How be- I've been taught to been trained to think. So you believe with most of these, you know. In they own in their own right, they say they successful. Successful women say when they that men are intimidated by them. You believe that it that some of these men that make less money than them are intimidated by them. Um, I don't even want to say intimidated no more. I just feel like it's a lot of men that know they can't do what they feel like this woman might want done. You know what I'm saying? Like if a nigga is out and he's somewhere nice and he just so happens to meet a woman there, that woman may not think he's not there by coincidence. She may think that this is something that he does on a re- – because he's here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing that if she actually took the chance to know him and he's a good dude, but he doesn't really live that lifestyle, that may change things because she might she may frequent that place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that'll, that'll, that'll change the dynamics of that relationship possibly or not a relationship at all. You know what I'm saying? So and you know, I feel like – and that's the type of shit that will motivate some some men. You know what I mean? If they got with those type of women, I feel like in a couple few years time they will level up, man, cuz they will want to be able to do that shit for that for that woman. Hey man, saying? hey Most man. Some, what's the name of the movie with uh Taraji he and I mean Taraji P Henson and uh think like a man when the nigga had the 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 fucking food truck and shit. Uh, damn the nigga with the blue eyes. What's the nigga name? Ely. Yeah, Michael Ely. Ely. Yeah, I mean when they was dating and she with more chestnut. The same shit you was talking about. Was that think like a man? That wasn't think like a man. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't really fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to fuck with more chestnut when he pulled up in the benzo. This nigga was trying to open his food truck and she like, nah, this nigga, I, I can't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? The status and shit, it just don't look right. He ain't got enough money. Da, 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 da. But this nigga could pull up in whatever kind of car. It was a nice-ass whip and shit. She tried to give him a chance, but when she went out with him, she it realized. Was a corn, like, nigga. A corn like, dog, He was man. all about was himself. Him, you know like, what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It just wasn't into her, essentially. Like, he was into himself. And she realized, like, then why would I fuck stop? Why would I stop fucking with a good dude? You know what I'm saying? To get with a nigga just, to, just because he has status or whatnot. And, and, and before you come back in, Ash, I just feel like. The big thing for me, what I think it is with women with more money and guys that make less than them, is I just feel like black women don't trust black men anymore. And rightfully so, because they have been burned in the past. But I feel like that's a real big factor in what we're talking about, like at the foundation of things, because women who have more think may think 
that this man is just going to come up off them and move on. You know what I'm saying? And they don't trust in being vulnerable enough to let money not be the priority in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really fuck with him, then fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let his status and his financial, you know, area determine who this man is. You know what I'm saying? Because just like you just said with the movie example, because the food truck ended up doing better or something like that, didn't it? it end up blowing yeah, up or something? Yeah, opened the year and the grand opening at the end and shit. Yeah, and, like you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's stories like that that may happen in real life that women have to deal with because it. I don't think it always ends in that Cinderella way the way to, the, to where a nigga just gonna be like Alright I'll take you back A nigga might look at it in reality and be like Nah bitch you just played me for the rich nigga You know what I'm saying <laughs> Now I'm about to be a rich nigga And you about to be alone <laughs> You know what I'm saying That happens way more often than you would think I, I, I feel like that happened with men Like men fuck over good women You know what I'm saying And, and realize like damn man That was the, one, the woman I'm supposed to be with type shit I feel like that happened with like both men and women. You know I mean, but it's, it's different for men. And let me get on my bullshit. Yeah, go on. You know what I'm saying? It's different, for women, it's different for men because, yeah, let me get on my bullshit. I don't feel like women value themselves the same no more. You know what I'm saying? Because women know that a nigga want to get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? And if you give us that pussy, that value just dropped right there. You know what I'm saying? It's the women that are now not out here being promiscuous that are carrying themselves some type of way, you know what I'm saying, that should have more value, you know what I'm saying, because men are, you know, we dogs in that way, you know what I'm they saying? They are more valuable, though. No, I don't mean, like, just period. I'm just saying, like, like for example, like, you got a, a young lady like her, <clears throat> you got a young lady like her who's and Jasmine Sullivan who are making songs about, man, maybe I just want to be a hoe because these are the women that's getting the attention. But really, these are just the women that are probably getting fucked. And maybe they are, you know, getting with men, you know, on a relationship level. But that may not be what the man really wants to be with for the rest of his life. Wrong type of attention, though. Nigga. Like, if I'm you just, go to the strip club, the bitch on the stage got all the attention. Nigga. Like, I'm just saying that I feel like women put a lot of value in their pussy. So it's devaluing who they really are because it's a lot of women that say a lot of shit, just like how they listen to some bullshit music. But that's not really a reflection of who they are. And I feel like that's spilling over into other parts of their life and how they yeah. carry themselves. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, like they, from my language, they, you know they, they may not be the type of women that are promiscuous, you know what I'm saying? But they going to dance to it. They going to sing it. You know what I'm saying? But on the same token, you know, those women who are out here doing those things are getting more attention, are getting rings put on their fingers. You know what I'm saying? And it's not always cause they hoes. It's because they still kind of in a feminine a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But these women that are out here that are just getting money and they getting this ego, some of them have an attitude where they're just expecting men to be wanting them because they got their degrees, they worked hard, they go to church, they're good women, they nice, they pray, they 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 they're vegan, you know what I'm saying? They go to yoga, they do all of these things that they feel shape and build their character, you know what I'm saying? But that's not what men are looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like they do want a woman who can still be sexy, but 
without having to fuck a lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and and when I say be sexy, I don't even mean dressing half naked because that's not a, a image of what sexy is. You can be covered up and still show your curves. You know what I'm saying? And still be looked at as sexy. But like I said, we live in this world where you know social media and everything is showing women a different image of what beauty is. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. And it's taken away from their value. You know what I'm saying? But I said a lot and I want to get back to Ashley because I, 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 I can, I can, way, I can hear it in her voice. She ready to jump in like, like double Dutch. <laughs> Goddamn, What you got over there? I, I, I'm listening and, um, you know, like I don't, I, I don't know if like right now if, if society is pushing um, women to feel like, you know, we're going to, it's a more of a sex type thing or a situation like that when it comes to more of a sexuality than a character of a woman. But, you know, like, I don't feel like that every woman at this, you know, like, I don't think that's the most dominant, you know, characters of a woman. It's just, you, you, you may deal with some woman like that that may be broken. They're not they're dealing with some things. And so maybe because, you know, like getting back to trusting the man, like uh, you feel, you know, like just talking about trusting a black man, a black woman trusting a black man, you know, like both, that works both ways. So you want me to come in and trust you, but you need to make an atmosphere and environment conducive for me to trust you. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't just be me just coming in. You know, like you have to show yourself to be trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just come in and expect me to trust you and you're not a man of your word. You know, you're not showing me or giving me something to trust. You know, so like that that goes both ways. You know, we can we can say these things and feel these type of ways, but it goes both ways. Both parties have to work to get that. No, it's just not here or there. That that's a fact, but that's getting back to what I was saying. Like a lot of women use sex to get love. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't build trust for a man because if you let me hit in a certain time window, in my mind, I have to process is I have to process that as in either a we've been having a good time. I feel like I know already yada da or B, which is probably more the other choice. How many other niggas did hit in two weeks or a week or the first night? Or within a month, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not a long time. Like you know, like people are having sex without. I'm, I'm saying that's no, that's not for bro. us adults. <laughs> that, a month is not a long time. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, that's a while. A month? Thirty? You think days. you know somebody in a month? I'm saying if you kicking no, 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 no. You think you know somebody in a month? I think you. I'm know. not saying no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying this for a man. I'm saying this for a woman because she got to give up the box. You think a woman knows somebody in a month? You know how much bullshit conversation a nigga got to get the pussy without having to say nothing to really get to I, I know get a motherfucker? Like, that's what saying, I'm saying. I'm just that's saying not we, trust building. But we live in a, a, a sex-driven society, though, man. Social media. It ain't too many niggas that's willing to wait. Especially wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't answered the question, though. You think you can know somebody in a month? No. I just want to be clear. I just want to make it clear. All right. But I feel like a month is a, a long time. That's it's not a time. long time, man. I feel like by date number three, I don't even think it's three. Niggas want that pussy by date number two, nigga. You know I saying? ain't saying that a nigga probably ain't going to fuck nothing right. in the meantime. I'm just saying if you really want to pursue nigga, this woman. If a nigga feel like I'm, I'm spending time, 
I'm not speaking for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, but most niggas, they feel like if you spend the time, I'm spending money with you. I'm talking to you. We going out. We hanging out. We we hung out six times, and, and I ain't even kissed you. By time number seven, like, wait, hold up, I man, just, hold up, hold up. See, and that's the like, problem right there. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on women. I just feel like most niggas think like that. Though. I'm gonna get on women's heads because if a nigga is making this much time for you in a month. Then a red flag should go up on a woman and be like, "Nigga, how are you all of a sudden making all of this? Like, what? Like, you you can't be up on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because a woman should be looking for a nigga up on his shit. If he can manage to pull out seven dates in a month, a woman should look at it like that's he just want my pussy. Like, if he's talking to me and texting me all the time since day one, he just wants my pussy. Unless this goes further than a month, you know what I'm saying? Because ain't no way a nigga who on his shit got that kind of time. It could be ain't no way a nigga got that kind of time. You know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it real. Like niggas, like I don't even. What you? My bad, ass. What you say? I was gonna say I have to agree on that because I was listening. I'm like, but who actually got that amount of time in a seven month? days in a month? Like, <laughs> it could be done. <laughs> done. Like, it's done. definitely possible. If a nigga, uh, uh, yeah, just that's think, a nigga that's just, really just waiting think, on the pussy right yeah, there. Just thinking with in my hands head, out. nigga probably could take her on a coffee date. They can walk out the work. You know what I'm saying? It's all type of shit that could be done. You can see her seven times in a month. I, I don't see how that's a stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I get it, you know what I'm saying, a nigga should, I mean, even if a nigga is on this shit, I'm pretty sure he can make time to meet up with a woman seven times in a month. Nah. I don't see why that's impossible. Not seven times, bro, that's, that's a lot, man. I half the time, like, just keep it real, man, as a nigga, I probably don't even want to see you that much. Like, yeah. I talk to you, you know what I'm saying, but if a nigga I'm not, that, I, that, I don't that, that really want to see you, you know what I'm saying, that much. He got to do to get it. And nah, that's how cause most of these niggas are. Nah, nah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to breed a mentality that this bitch think I'm about to keep seeing her seven times a month. Like I, I don't nah, even want to get up mind open that's, to that's, that shit. That's, that's the point. Most niggas are hitting than ghosting. <laughs> like, like, hey, they, and they'll be like, "Damn, I thought we was having a good well, time." Well, hey, well, thank you for making my point on why we can't saying. build trust with women. Goddamn, it's a fact though. Women well, are irresponsible in all this shit. I'm blaming women for all this shit. Goddamn, that, that happens way more often in today's time. People meet on the internet. They hang giving out up the for a few months. Then they just lose contact completely. Never talk to them again. And that shit's just wow, nigga. That that's just way more common today. You know what I mean? So I don't think that shit's a stretch. You know, I I, I, I don't want to sit here and act like that ain't the reality of what's going on because you are right. You know what I'm saying? That is what happened. But I'm just saying that I'm trying to raise the awareness of women by saying this. Like, look, if a nigga is making this kind of time for you, this nigga possibly it's not on the the everyday nigga ain't on his shit like that unless you know he's gotten to that point where he can afford to make that time for you you know what i'm saying but a nigga who on his shit who's building something you know what i'm saying not even talking about a business man i'm just talking about his life you know what i'm saying he could be wanting to do things for his family for the kids in the community anything you know what i'm saying that nigga ain't got that kind of time to be trying to go let's go how about a coffee date next tuesday and And if she got that kind of Time? Why that nigga talking to? Well, he just want to push. A nigga can't make a woman believe that he's squeezing her into his busy schedule. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make time to see her, make her feel important and shit. Like I think it's niggas like that. That's intentional. Like well, I don't see. I still don't see how that shit's a stretch. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm just, all I'm saying is you don't know a motherfucker in 30 days. And I'm just saying that because a woman shouldn't give her pussy to a nigga she don't really know. What how the saying go, hey, if a, if a person wants you, they're going to make time for you. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to tell you they ain't got time. Ain't, ain't that what, what they say? don't make time to text, goddamn. You know we ain't finna meet seven times in a month, goddamn. <laughs> I don't even want to see you like that, nigga. I got a TV show I'm finna watch. <laughs> fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Watch it together. I text you. Nah, fuck that. I don't want her watching my shit, goddamn. She might not like like it, goddamn, and she gonna so, fuck it up for me. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, I forgot what the fuck we was talking about. My bad, Ash man. We we, we, we going in. What, what you got over there? Because I'm blaming women for everything, which is true. What you got? Which is true. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I I feel like both parties' lives can be a little busy. You know what I'm saying? Like we can make time for each other, but like the seven times out of a month, that's a big stretch. You know because. You know, people's lives are busy. You know, like for me, just I'm just talking about my life personally with work, school, kids, like church. Like I, I, I be really super busy. So I don't even know if I can find it in my own personal schedule to date someone and go out in a one month seven times. I get That's what you yeah, Amen. Not even the whole, what if he made it a, a conscious decision just to go to church when you go to church just so he can be with you and spend time with that. you there. Man, that's too much lying for the pussy right there. That's though. too that's much lying. I'm sure don't, seven don't come in God's in house and lie to get the pussy, nah, man. I ain't saying this for that Catch reason. What I'm church, saying man. is, some niggas are intentional <laughs> like that when they're interested in certain <laughs> women. Nigga, I don't oh, see how it's niggas is heathens, man. They going to church <laughs> to get the pussy, man. They about to be up there clapping and standing up. They gonna go up to pray, all to get the pussy, and then it'll be like, man, you man, I ain't really like your church. I don't think it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? I'm really a Catholic. Some shit like that. This nigga, he. My bad. What you was saying? I said that was going to be my next point to make that you do have to be intentional. So, you know, like maybe you have to squeeze the date in because the schedules are so hectic or so busy because what you, you want, you will make time for. So I do get that, um, you know, as well. But like, you know, like just always having time like that's, 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 I mean, like we're not kids, like, you know, like when we didn't have responsibilities and things like that, so we right. can just get up and go, you know what I'm saying? But now as an adult, we have responsibilities, like the bills got to get paid, you know, different things like that. And so you just don't have all that leisure time, you know, you have to make time. Yeah, and, and you know, I know niggas is probably listening to me like, man, Frank, shut up, man. For real. I, I'm going to keep it real, man. You know, <laughs> no. nigga old and more mature, man. I want to see more black families, man. I don't want to see all these situationships and all these women complaining, right. all these niggas simping, you know what I'm saying, or they complain. I, I don't like to see a man complaining about women even more than women complaining, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So that's just, I'll like, I, I want to see families get created, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stick with the woman you're going to be with, but if you're going to be intentional, you know what I'm saying? Really be about that. You know what I'm saying? You can get pussy anywhere. Like, pussy's out there. You living the single life, you're going to get it. But, you know, if you're looking for that one, you know what I'm saying? And you really about that, you know what I'm saying? Make that real. You know what I'm saying? Don't 
we got to stop playing, man, for real, for real. We getting older, man. And as much as, you know, niggas feel like we can just fuck hoes forever, you know what I'm saying? Wish we could. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't want to be alone at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a fact. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to be alone at the end of the day. So go ahead and, you know, figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? And as far as women, like I said, be aware, man. Stop giving your pussy to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to make a nigga think, nigga, man, my nigga just fucked you last week. He told me your pussy wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? I just want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's, it's it's just it's a lot of situations like that, and you got women who trying to act oblivious. Like I don't know why I can't find a good bitch. You fucking, yeah, right. you fucking, yeah. goddamn, you just chill, you calm your pussy down. I know you horny because you work a lot. And you ain't got time. I most understand these, that. Hey, most these bitches got backup niggas. You All of that shit, that you know what I'm saying? And, and they moving like niggas, man. It's like, nah, move like a woman. When calm your pussy down. She, I know where I'm going. Like Cal- that, that, that shit crazy. Calm your pussy down and go pray. God damn it, you know what I'm saying? And God gonna send you somebody and, and be grateful for the nigga he's saying. God damn it. This nigga say, yo, oh, can't the nigga ugly with no teeth? God damn it, you better, like you better love that nigga. Complain, he don't like when niggas complain about women and shit. Or would you, you, <laughs> no, I don't want to hear nobody complain about nobody no more. But it's even worse when a nigga complain about a woman, man. These niggas that be on these podcasts and well, well, you know, women are supposed to let men do this and be like this. It's like, nah, nah man, y'all, y'all just y'all yeah, want that shit in y'all mind. You know what I'm saying? That ain't reality, say, though, man. Like t- today's time has changed, man, and we gotta we gotta evolve, man, and grow and move with the time. But we got to find a better way to learn how to be together and love each other, like you said. Because right now, the, whatever the fuck people are doing, the shit ain't working. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. It, it's got to be a better way. And I don't think traditional is the way. Because like I said, we ain't in traditional times and shit. Shit, I mean, traditional is the way. The family, so, the family, man, man like, woman, child, traditional, that's yeah, the way. of course, that way. I'm talking about as far as a, a woman being a stay-at-home mom and a nigga just being nah, nah, a breadwinner. Because yeah, nah. like you said, it's a lot more women making money. So with that dynamic changing, we going to have to change with it. Not, right. to, not to say niggas should be at home, you know, cooking and cleaning, but... Like I said, some some days you should be cooking and cleaning, nigga. Like you got your two, three days, she got her four, four, five days, nigga. That's just how it's gonna be, type shit. You know what I mean, mean, it's a team effort, man. That's what it boiled down. It's yeah. a team effort, you know. You pick up because you know, we, but it's the we, woman house, man. So it's it's kind of her responsibility to keep her house clean because you let her decorate the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You let her do everything. So it's like I'm not gonna yeah, but clean she, your shit more than. You know what I mean? She gonna get tired. She gonna get tired too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like that's why it's give and take. Like yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I say teamwork. Time though, like you not gonna clean the house. Your your woman want the house clean, nigga. So that's why (laughs) that's why they do the the most of the cleaning because they do like some deep ass (laughs) clean. But you a different nigga, nigga. You be uh, scrubbing shit, nigga. Hell yeah, yeah, you know. Talk about women on how to clean. Right. Man, this, I, I, this I clean. Is a clean, clean. Nigga, nigga. I'm cleaning windows. Nigga. Thing, I'm, I'm cleaning walls. Nigga. I'm cleaning <laughs> all of that Damn shit. Nigga. Dusting this shit. Like, yeah. I, need, I need the space I'm in. To, I need it to breathe clean. <laughs> I need all of that shit to and be A lot clean, of niggas ain't like you, though. That's what I'm saying. I women, need, Mostly women are, they clean like you. Nigga. Not a lot of niggas that are clean like you. Nigga, when I'm done cleaning me and the pine saw, nigga looking back smiling. Like, yeah, we did that shit. Right. Yeah, we got that shit right. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Clean, nigga, me and a ball headed nigga right there. I'm sure Jesus. most women that been with dudes, they know that, you know, 
they don't like the way some niggas clean. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just niggas at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? They don't clean like most women. They ain't too detailed like women are. So I feel That's like with that being a, a fact, I feel like the women like cleaning more so than the men do. So she clean her crib more than the nigga. But the nigga, he does have a responsibility to help with clean and cooking. So I, I'm, I think it's more than just that, though. I'm not just talking about that dynamic. I'm just saying, like, a lot of shit is changing. Yeah. And we need to learn what that is and just, you know, go with the flow. And, and work together to, with and, it. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, women, y'all get y'all shit together so we can make this shit work, man. Humble yourselves. Y'all got all this motherfucking money now. Y'all gonna get a nigga who make a little less. But humble yourselves, goddammit, because you know you want want that nigga in the house to to put you in your place, give you the big dick beat down, pause, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, know, just be a man, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, y'all got to humble yourselves. Like, I feel like this... Women making more money Dynamic shit can work I just feel like It's on the women To allow themselves To make that shit to work If that's what we talking about You know what I'm saying I mean Women working that That's not an issue You know what I'm saying I'm just saying The women who are making More money Who are the ones That are complaining about Ain't no good men out here Like y'all are looking At a small percentage You know what I'm saying And and be honest, y'all gonna have to build a nigga. It's like you build a bear. God damn it, build a nigga. But it, it, you know it, what it, you want him to be. But you talking about like the nigga gotta make a certain. It ain't just the money. The nigga gotta look a certain type of way. He gotta have a certain type of swag. So it's a real small percentage of men that these women are looking for. Oh, that's a and fact. That's just a fact. That's if a you fact. ain't just about to get with a fat ass nigga just because he made three three hundred thousand dollars, if you're not attracted to him, like you're not gonna stay with him. Like it, it, that's just how it is today. It's like women look for the perfect nigga. Like, what's it? Six, 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 six. Uh, that's six like feet, the devil right there. What the fuck six, you talking? About? Six feet tall, six <laughs> six figures, and six inches paws. That's that's what that's what most women looking for. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? My bad. Yeah, we ain't need that. We ain't need that six <laughs> inches part. I don't know what he's. But no, yeah, women do want a tall, handsome nigga. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's that's what they want to come home to. Right. But you know, back in the day, like I ain't gonna say back in the day. You still got some women out here who love they ugly niggas. You know what I'm saying? They tall. They they keep themselves right. They smell good. They dress nice. But they just not. You know. You know They not physically Attracted to every woman's standards You still got some women That are out here That like that You know what I'm saying That same ugly nigga Is still pulling Them fucking bitches You know what I'm saying So I mean could Still be pulling Them fucking bitches So nah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's women That gotta You know <laughs> Look past some things You know what I'm saying Like <laughs> Facts I, And I don't, I don't mean That to sound like You know Don't go get what you want But what you want Is what every woman wants You know what I'm saying Y'all gotta Can we do Can we do the math You know what I'm saying it's, The number don't add up women like just be real the numbers don't add up every woman can't have that model type man you know what i'm saying they but, can, they're, but they're gonna have to share and they're gonna have to and they gonna have to go get a young nigga you know what i'm saying <laughs> or share you know what i'm saying because right. it's not a lot you know what i'm saying but i think we need to go ahead and wrap it up uh, unless <laughs> ashley got something she want to close with real quick on this topic I was just gonna say, like, it go both ways. Not just nah, it's women. Women looking for <laughs> certain things, men looking for certain things. You attracted to a certain type of look of a woman, how she carries herself, all that, smell good, all that. That's just a person. You want everything to be up to par with a person. You don't want someone that don't care about themselves. They just gonna come out any type of way. That's just, that's just up in the air. You know what I mean? And so that's what everyone is looking for. You want to be presentable. You want. Uh, this person to 
um, to be presentable in every aspect of their lives. You know, you want that that person, that man, that woman to be whole in every area. So it's just both ways. Right. right. I right. agree. And, we, you know, before we get off of here, we always talking, well, this nigga always talking about women, you know what I'm saying? I try to have y'all back sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, but, throw uh, me under the bus. I speak to the man, you know what I'm saying? What, what does a... <laughs> What the, what does a you know a no good nigga look like? Like what what shouldn't a woman go for in a nigga? You know what I'm saying? Because we always hear the women's side, but let's talk about what a woman should avoid from these type of dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like what should, what kind of red flags should she be looking for? Ashley. <laughs> well, for me, I feel like the red flags that a woman should look for is accountability. Do he keep his word? You know, like. Um, you know, if he have children, is he taking care of his children? Is he backed up in child support? His work ethic, how he treats women in his life. Like, there's a lot of different red flags depending on what you like or what you're into. You know, like, what's his character? What what does what is this man? Um, what what does he stand for? There's a lot of different things that that could be a red flag. You know, in a man or what he's not doing or what he should be doing. So. These are these are things. Can he can he be faithful? Can he be loyal? Is he honest? You know, and so like I, I've experienced like just you know just for me I, I sit back and I watch, I listen, you know, and I'm 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 quiet and I observe a lot of things. So I'm listening to what you're saying, but I pay attention to a lot of things that you don't say because when we first get to know a person, we want we put in out everything we want them to get to know. But then you got to pay attention to those things that's going to come up. So you got to pay attention to those things that they are not saying and that they don't want you to be aware of. Now, if you're just jumping in the bed with someone, then you will probably miss those flags because then soul ties and different things come in. And so you got to take your time, be patient. You know, don't don't go on those seven dates. You know, they just go on two so that you could get to know that person. And so that person can get to know you and that you can see those things where he's not as sufficient in or she's not as sufficient in. And so it just kind of both, go both ways, you know. Word, word. I feel you. I, I agree with everything you said, except that honesty part. Now we got, we, you know, men got a different code when it comes to honesty. Now you got, you got to, got to give us a little well, slack on that. You know what I'm saying? We keep our word, but you know, if you a lie ain't always a lie. You know, you you know, you actually take out the trash. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get it, and then you come back and we ain't got it yet. You know what I'm saying? We we, we was going through it, but you know. It's we ain't got it mind. yet, you know what I'm saying? We ain't like lie, lie, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta give a man some slack on it. You gotta look at what he not lying. I mean, what he lying about. Lies you know sometimes. Oops. <laughs> oops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he lying over big <laughs> shit. Then it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? You lying over something small. You gotta get that name. You know, you gotta get that nigga a little leeway. You gotta give him. If a he's doing the small things, then I can just imagine <laughs> what the big things he's hiding. Right. <laughs> hey man, hold up now. She what you mean, right, like Turk? Man, no, she be she be snooping this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. On a serious note, though, I agree with I agree with everything Ashley said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how how yeah. he treats the women in his life, his mother. You know what I'm saying? How you know he keeps his word. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know what what his actions show. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like you know those are all things that you know are part of a man's character and DNA. You know what I'm saying? And if he's saying one thing and doing another, you know what I'm saying? That's a big red flag for for women who are out here that are really trying to find a good man. You know what I'm saying? So you know, hey, you know, she hit the nail on the head I with want, that. I want to throw out one one thing too that I think is really kind of just prevalent for me. That's really big. 
if a man opened door, like that's a really big thing for me. So if I'm going out on a date and, and I tell my sister this too, because uh, this one thing that she said, I, I'm just really big on that for a man opening doors. Right. Um, and because I look at a man as being uh, a protector, a leader, and I just look at a man as being the person to open doors. So if that's not something that he's applying and it's not a part of who he is, you can't make that who he is. You know, so you can sit back and watch certain little, like the small things. It'll let you know the bigger things of a person. You mean like every door? Or you mean just like, you know, when we first started out? You know what I'm saying? I said, I said only on dates, man. Only on dates. You, you said, well, Ash. If you running up the street, hell no. Nah. That's all I'm saying. Because a nigga, a nigga go open the doors. Don't get me wrong, but. A nigga, it, it, it ain't even. Up and shit. A nigga just might forget, though. You know what I'm saying? There ain't a lot of niggas that got that got branded in them. You ain't gonna forget all of the time. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, like I know sometimes, like you could be busy, or you know what I'm saying, or you got bags or different things like that. So it may something may come up that you can't open the door. But if it's not in them, like at all, this is not part of who he is. Like that's that's a red flag to me. I'm just saying, like, if we go to Walmart yeah, I don't like and that I get out you and you don't open the door, <laughs> I'm going to assume you don't want to come in. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be right back. For real. That's all I'm saying. The only time, uh, I feel like the only time a nigga think of doing that shit is when he dressed up, when y'all dressed up. Yeah, when we going out on dates, it's automatic. Or, yeah, dates or church or something like that. Like, but just the, on a regular smaggler, you got on some fucking sweatpants. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we finna run well, the walk. Well, yeah, nah. What do you gotta dress like a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? I, I gotta feel like a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? I can't feel like a, a nigga running with a hoodie on that's running to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Essentially. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey, let's let's go on to wrap this up, though, man. This is a, a lot of great conversation, a lot of good, a lot of good things talked about. Um, Ashley, you got any shout outs? You want to uh, shout out to uh, those people you went to school with at that one school since she was just in my school? Eastside. Well, I'm most definitely going to give a shout out to Lewis because that's number one school. What's the class of 06? You said that. You said that's what school? Number what? Y'all like the number six school, man. Is y'all open? Y'all like the number six school. <laughs> Westside like the number two school. Let me stop talking shit. <laughs> right. Westside number two. Lou Wallace like six. Damn, Westside number two to who? <laughs> Come on, man. You know, the, the, nigga, y'all ain't even in Gary. What the fuck is you talking about? Nigga, nobody talking about Mirrorville. Mirror 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 it's real, man. Nobody talking, talking about, about The Ville. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Ville, where it's real. You're talking about Gary, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Bread and birth. No pirates, man. Shout out to my nigga Bo Pat, man. You know what I'm saying? Word up. it down down there, man. Word up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, I can't think. I ain't really got no shout-outs, man. Shout-out to all the podcasts out there. Uh, Shout-out to Club Culture, you know what I'm saying? Shout-out to anybody that's doing something. Shout-out to the G, you know what I'm saying? Shout-out shout to the, the Shout-out to my nigga Bigger Vales, man. Shout-out to my uh, nigga Duty Rock, man. You know we got we, we got to get an update from Bigger Vale, you know what I'm exactly. saying? He, he's always out here traveling and moving, man. He got to get him. He like our... Right. I, I, I touring uh, podcaster, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So I'm we, a right now. We gotta we gotta get that update from him, man, so we can get y'all what's been going on. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, shout out to my nigga Duty Rock, man. I just seen my nigga yesterday, man. I love I word nigga, up. man. He was part of the well, he's still a part of the podcast, man. Part you know what I'm saying? He used to be on the podcast with like damn near a couple years, years, two ago. years ago. Yeah. And we've been around for damn near three years, man. Yeah, that's a hey, fact. Shout out to us, man. We've been going strong, man. We getting better, better with time, man. The numbers is going up, the views is going up. Appreciate the support. Appreciate everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all liked Ashley from the dub who came out in class 06, leave it in the comments. If y'all know and y'all don't like her, leave it in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Let us know who she really was. You know what I'm saying? I'm just bullshit. That was a good conversation. I fuck with it. No, it was. You know what I'm saying? I love her uh, her perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the, the, the sentiment that we want other women to hear. You know what I'm saying? Especially the younger ones. So. You know, shout out to the G, of course, you know what I'm saying? And shit, we can, we can wrap it there, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 this is the hood spit, boy. Motherfucker, man, this episode number 84. That shit crazy. Hey, Frank Shadama, we on 84, man. We almost in the century. Uh-huh.